Pickaxe. Oh, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? Oh, what's the best game where you play a dead guy? Hey? You'll find out in DJ looks boring. What are you that, on about? It all of great. their games, they look boring. It doesn't look boring. It looks like it you're an assassin on the Isle of Man. But it doesn't have the kind of, wow. The steampunk quail-based economy is incredible. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> VG247's Best Games Ever podcast is ostensibly a show about figuring out what the best game in a weirdly specific category is, but it's actually just about petty arguments. You should listen to it. It's good. Is that it? That's the whole promo? Uh, yeah, I was just doing And it. that's supposed to make people subscribe, is it? Yes. Okay, good luck with that. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Arc 2, Episode 49 of the DNR Podcast is brought to you by the Pub Crawl Anthology. This is a collection of short comic stories, each set in a bar. It's going live on Kickstarter on Monday, October 15th, and it's running for 30 days. The link's in the episode description. Uh, Give it a look and consider backing us. Thank you. Previously for Group B, after leaving the town of Dern Hollow and heading south toward Esterholt, the group encountered a young man named Sidney who was stowing away underneath of their carriage. After Sidney proclaimed his absolute adoration for Braylon, the group listened to him play, and while Braylon loved the idea of having a fan come along on the journey, it was decided that Sidney should go back to Dern Hollow and play local gigs for now. Later in the night, the team was beset by a group of assassins while they slept. They asked that Braylon and Cowden come with them back to Brightport, but the team was having none of it, attacking the assassins, and a battle ensued. Sadly, in the midst of this melee, many of the group took lumps, but it was finally Larg who fell in combat, dying at the hands of the assassins sent from Brightport. And that's where we pick things up today. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table. Starting with Alex. Hey, I'm Alex, and I play Braylon, the Halfling Bard. And Valerie. Hello, I'm Valerie, and I play... Who are I? Oh, Elena, the Human Fighter. <laughs> and Karen. Hi, I'm Karen, and I play Callie, the Elven Druid. And Jamie. Hi there, I'm Jamie. I play Tatiana, the Human Rogue. And Ian. Ring-a-ding-ding, it's your boy, Calden Halek, the half-elf sorcerer. All right, we're done here. Um, <laughs> you monster! <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't say it like, it's your boy! It's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy. <laughs> Last and certainly not least is Jameson, who will be joining us in the call this evening. Hi, Jameson. Oh, hey. Hi. <laughs> I was muted. <laughs> You were. No. Now, from this point forward, 
Jameson doesn't exist. Not until... Not until such time as Jameson might need to exist to play Larg. If such a thing were to happen again. Because we're going to open things up exactly where we left off last time. You... You were attacked by uh, bounty hunters, assassins, whatever you'd like to call them. Boba Fett's. Boba Fett's? <laughs> uh, three Boba Fett's, three Boba Fett's in the middle yeah. of the night. Three Boba Fett's. Now, you managed to take down the Boba Fett's, and you managed to avoid capture, but you did so at a cost. Larg, sadly, had his throat ripped open during combat, and he bled to death. Now... I would like to pick things up immediately following that fight. One, uh, many of you took a beating, the worst of which right now would be uh, Alina and Tatiana. Both of them took some really, really heavy damage. What would be going through your minds? What, what, what would be the first thing you'd like to do? We got Larg up into the cart, right? Or we're like getting him in, up into the cart yeah, you yeah. you and Tatiana both carried him up and put him on the cart, and then Braylon mentioned the bell, and then you yeah. said, not yet. And that was where we ended. Okay. Yep. You want me uh, to say it again? No, we can go, we, we can, yeah, go, we can go from here. Calden will, will look at Braylon, and he'll walk over to him, and he'll put his hand on his, on his shoulder, and he'll say, I know. Buddy, I know the guilt that you're feeling. It's been a really rough night. We need to get some rest. We need to heal. But all hope isn't lost. I think Braylon will just look down on the ground. And then, obviously, he's going to be... Not, like, bawling, but there'll definitely be tears because, you know, everything just happened and he's gonna turn around, like, turn away from Calden, not even looking at him and say, not even saying anything and just walk away, maybe a couple feet away from the cart. Calden will just watch him walk away, see the silhouette of his shape moving into the night, and he'll hang his head. He'll look to see if everyone in the party is sort of like getting themselves back together. And yeah. I think after lifting Larg into the cart, Tatiana is going to like make her way over to Callie, sort of like going to see the nurse at like, it seems that way, you know, and she's going to like walk over to Callie and, just without any prompting, just give her the biggest hug because Tatiana went down twice and each time was brought back by Callie. So she's just going to sort of give her this huge hug, but because she's so wounded, you may feel a bit more of her weight on you than you were anticipating. Okay. Callie is going to hug her back. And you know what? Have a cure wounds. <laughs> <laughs> you get a cure wounds. You get cure wounds. <laughs> well, she's just also, she's just going to whisper as she's sort of leaning into Kelly. Thank you 
so much. Callie's gonna, she's gonna hug her back and like give her a little pat and just say, don't, don't even worry about it. I'm trying to figure out, I want to give, I really do want to give her a cure wounds, but I'm targeting Elena for some reason. And can you just clear that for me, Jason? I got this. Okay. What, so you don't want to cure my wounds? How rude. (laughs) I cure both of your wounds. How's that sound? That one's, oh, well, that one's for Tatiana. And then, so when they're done hugging, Callie's going to turn and she's going to reach her hand out to Elena to help her up off the ground because she's still on the ground, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And so if she takes her hand, you will also get a cure wounds. Yes, yeah, she she will take her hand. So there you go. Well, you know, at least you both I'm get consistent. Six. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go over to the bodies of these assassins and see if they have anything important on them. If they have any, like, writs of, uh, writs of duty or whatever, or notes, or letters, anything, any kind of clue. And maybe some gold. <laughs> maybe <laughs> some gold. They've got any of that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, they don't really have any uh, identification or paperwork on them that would tell you uh, where they were from. Although they were pretty forward about who sent them. Right. But I'll tell you what, do me a favor, give me a flat D10. Oh, just a flat D10? Just a flat D10? Oh, that's just, okay, that was a one, but it's a seven on the table, so okay. <laughs> You're gonna find 40 gold on them collectively. Oh, okay. Nice. Can I ask a question on your behalf, Ian? Yeah. <laughs> With a seven, would he find any, like, lists on these people? Here's the thing. Normally, you would find uh, on travelers, let's say, they would have some sort of uh, pack with a lot of belongings and stuff. These three don't seem to have anything other than their weapons and everything they took into combat with them for this particular fight. They're either traveling extremely light or they stashed their stuff before even meeting up with you. Mm. So Colden will be at one of these bodies, like looking through the last one, and he'll stand up and he'll look to Tatiana and say, um, they have some gold, no information, and they were traveling light, nothing on them. I picture Tatiana, I don't know why, but I picture her like just a dirty, sweaty mess because she's very badly wounded. They've lost a comrade, so there's probably like a mixture of tears and sweat and just muck all over her. And she's going to look up at Calden and say, are these the same people who were after you before? I don't think these people specifically, but it was clear they were hunting us down for the Black Hand to bring us back to Brightport. It may not have been these drow that we see, but these are the people we've been running from. These are the people that that have been hunting us. 
and she's just gonna sort of like push the hair out of her face and look around at everybody and everybody's in pretty bad shape and her eyes are probably gonna flutter to Larg or Larg's body (laughs) (laughs) and uh, she'll look back at Calden what do we do now Calden's gonna pull the bell out from on his body and I imagine it's in like some gauze or some cloth or something. He's wrapped it up and to keep it safe. And he sort of unravels it as he walks over to the, the body of Larg. And he's going to hold up the bell and he's going to look down at Larg. And he's just going to say, he didn't deserve this. He deserves so much better than being cut down by these marauders. These assassins. And he's going to set the bell sort of like next to his head and just like put a hand on on Larg's body. And he's going to turn around to everyone and say, Larg protected us in Donhurst. He protected us through the forest. He met his people again, and he wanted better for them. He wanted to build his city and this whole world up in the image that he had of Arathis to make this place better. And I think we owe it to him, and I think we owe this world to bring him back or at least try and he'll look around gauge the silence and say I think we should get some rest and I think we should heal but come the morning I want to try and use the Bell of Vecna. Callie, that plant you mentioned, Tapor, was it? Or Tapon? I think it was Tapon. Tapon, yes. Do you think tomorrow we could go out and find some? Helen, I don't think now's the time for that. And Calden will like close his eyes and like drop his head a little bit and say, uh, I don't know its applications, but I want I want to try and see if we can talk to the person who owns this bell. I want to try and see if we can commune with Vecna. And Callie, I'll kind of think about that for a minute. And like, I'm kind of understanding a little more what you were talking about. 
And she'll nod her head and she'll say, okay, as long as we're thinking this through, we can try. I don't know how much thinking it is, but you're right. That's what I want to, I want to see if we can get some more information before we make a decision, but something that I think we should try and attempt. And I think this is going to take all of us. And he's going to look at everybody. Callie, Braylon, your magics are incredibly strong. We will need all of us to tap in to the magics that we use. Elena, Tatiana, you have a connection with this man right here. And he'll look at Larg. And I think that will help. This is a really powerful artifact. And now that the gods are back, well, I think Vecna might want to know where it is and who it sits with. Um, Elena will sort of chime in and say, doesn't Vecna already know? You talked about how when we were defeating the demons, you, like, grew an arm or something, right? Yes, I was host to some of uh, a small bit of Vecna's power during that counter ceremony. But I don't know what that connection is. I know for a while afterwards, I was able to sense the dead among Theria. I felt it when we went in the forest and I felt it afterwards. That feeling is waning. But I don't know. I don't know what that, I don't know what that connection means. I'd like to find out more. Oh, Jason, are you telling me something? Nope, guess not. (laughs) (laughs) I saw something in the chat, but I don't know if this is, if this is pertaining to that. Okay, you mentioned that it's waning, but it's, it's definitely a thing where you would, uh, you would still kind of see that aura around Larg, the, the, like, it's like, okay, I could see that he's dead. Like, I could see that that is a, you know what I mean? Like, it's. He's close enough, and that's recent enough that you would still be getting a little bit of a a hue off of that. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, I, and, and like, uh, Calden, like, looks to the body of Larg, and he still feels it. He, he's still, he's touching him, so he feels this connection, and he, there's sort of, like, just as you say, this aura, like, I don't know, uh, it, in my head, it's sort of like a hazy, kind of reddish uh just sort of like wisping off of him. And Colin will see that. We like cut to Colden vision and he sees that. And he's like, and he, he turns back to Elena and is like, I still feel that connection now being this close to Larg. He's dead for sure, but perhaps his body and this bell will 
help be a conduit to contacting Vecna. And then he'll like, I don't know what we got. Oh, you know what? He'll go over and take like Larg's bedroll because we were all sleeping, right? And he'll pick it up off the ground, shake up the leaves and the pine needles and whatever, um, and uh, and drape it over uh, Larg in the cart um, to kind of like keep bugs and stuff off of him. So let me paint a picture for you guys. It is the 26th of Yesti. You are in the middle of nowhere. You're about a day outside of Dern Hollow. Couple of problems. You're not exactly sure what your activities in Dern Hollow have yielded since you left. Uh, if anybody might be looking for you there or what have you. And... I wouldn't say that you would know for sure if there is a cleric, uh, one, powerful enough to try and bring Lark back, and, and, and two, willing to give it a shot and risk themselves. I, I gotta ask, like, so Braylon stepped away and, uh, you know, Tatiana's been a little bit quiet too. What are you guys thinking about all this bell stuff? I think Tatiana originally was just so shook it, shooketh from the battle <laughs> that uh, she, her immediate thing was to confront Callie and thank her. But as Keldon was sort of giving his two cents about what we should do, she was flashing back to the battle when Larg put his shield in front of her and protected her. So I think that's sort of where her head is at, is, like, she's very torn, but weighing the options of, like, but he really was, like, a good person, and she doesn't meet a lot of those. Braylon? Uh, he would... I, I picture him sitting on whatever, like, piece of crag or, like, rock is coming out of the ground somewhere. And his feet are hanging off, and he's just running through the whole thing in his mind where he was, like, casting spells and trying to hit stuff, and this, nothing was working. And he would always look over to his right side, because I remember I was on a specific part of the map. He'd always look over his right shoulder, and he would see Larry there fighting, and how at one point he looked over, and he ran over to fight with him, and then he heard the knife go into his throat and the gurgle. And he's just gonna like quickly snap back to where he is and take out his little book that he's been writing in and start writing some more notes. And he's gonna look at a page next to it. it's gonna have like the notes he took about Arathis when he was asking Larg and the Deadwood about Arathis, I think was the last time I asked him about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he's gonna continue just kind of reading that as he writes another note on the opposite page. Uh but of course, he's going to be thinking about the bell the whole time, flashing back to the demon incursion, or the almost incursion. So I guess I gotta ask the group, what's next? I think we should go to sleep as soon as possible, so we can wake up as soon as possible and get started on the bell. Call the nod. 
Um, here's what I'm going to do. Uh. <laughs> There's a lot of pregnant pauses tonight. Uh, I'm not going to give you a long rest because you were interrupted uh, during the night. And, Rude. you know, but I, well, hey, uh, it, blame the assassins. <laughs> I will give you a short rest, though. Okay. Um, we can spend head dice. Whatever. You sure can. I'm gonna spend all of them. No, Jason, I'm gonna uncheck one of my level two spells because part of my circle is I can yep. do that. Just so you know. Ooh, look at all them hit die. Come on, man! I got a one. <laughs> oh my god. Aww. Okay, that's better. Um, yeah. I think I got healed. Somebody must have healed yeah. me last match because I have no damage. I, I thought I, t- I, th- I thought I took I had like two hit points left or not left but two wounds. I don't know. I didn't take. Someone might have healed you. Probably. Superior dice come back with a short rest. I think, right? I believe so. Yes. Okay. So let me paint a picture again for you guys. I would imagine you moved camp at least ever so slightly, or at the very least, got rid of the bodies. Yeah. <sighs> Boy. So the sun is going to creep over the tree line very slowly. I would imagine that sleep is probably going to be difficult to uh, to obtain after after the events. And um, like I said, I gave everybody a short rest. And one of the first things uh, that I think most of you would notice would be flies starting to gather around Larg. Can I? So, before we like move on for the day, mm-hmm. um, can Callie have last night? Um, she wants to spend some time like cleaning up Larg's body, like okay. washing away some of the blood, stitching up some of the wounds. Sure, give me a medicine check. Let's see how go well that okay. went. Medicine. Great. Well, okay, not not amazing. So, like, you probably got the worst of it. The worst of it off. You know, you did what you could. It's more presentable than it was. Yeah. And also, I wanted to give Dusty and Rusty some carrots. Aww. <laughs> they were very upset after the comment. I know. They probably were. So, you loaded up Larg into the cart. Was there a destination in mind? That would probably be the first thing we talk about in the morning. It's like, okay, guys, yeah. we're skipping breakfast. What are we doing? <laughs> you know, that's that's the vibe I'm sort of getting anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how far away are we from Esterholt? Oh, boy. Days and days. Probably the better part of a week. Okay. And we're only a day out of Dern Hollow? Yeah. I mean, Tatiana would know nothing about resurrection, so I have nothing to contribute. <laughs> I mean, we're using the belt, right? Is Lena saying that? Yeah, I was yes. about to say, was that, was that in character? Yeah, that, okay. that was in character. Colden will look at her, look at everyone. He's like, I think that's an option. I think we should try. I don't want to use it without knowing more, and I don't want to use it 
in a town in case something happens. Dern Hollow, I know we're not that far away from. I don't know if there's a healer there or anything, but I don't know if we can rely on that. I mean, there's got to be other options. You guys remember what the city was like after that bell was rung. We can't just we can't just jump straight to that. I mean, and this whole time she's probably looking towards I'm so sorry. She's probably looking towards Callie because like you're you're healing and she's going to be like, I mean, there must be something that we we can do. We can go back to town or or find some plant or anything. And Braylon's going to jump in. I'd destroy Dern Hollow if I'm bringing Lark back. But he's going to say it without even looking at anyone. It's just kind of looking off into the distance. That is dark. Whew. Uh, called in a look at Braylon and like just his heart is breaking looking at this little halfling tired upset and he'll say I know you carry a lot of guilt about this death but I don't think Larg would want us to burn a town even Dern Hollow just to bring him back he's gonna nod you are one of the strongest people I know with your abilities, with your personality, and with the love that you carry for anyone who comes within your circle. He's going to need you today, and we're going to need you. He's going to look at Keldon. His eyes are obviously welling up. (sighs) I'm just tired of them dying. And he's going to look at him like almost as if he's asking him to remember. And he's going to say, uh, how many more do we have to lose before it's, before it's obvious that we can't keep running from them? You know, I mean, we, we saved the world twice, Calden. Twice! <sighs> Acteronis died. And now Lark? Oh god, Cal... Corey? How much more? Colin will get up and walk over to him and just, like, embrace Braylon with, with his arm. Just, like, give him a big squeeze and then pull back and say, none of those deaths are on your hands. That blood is on the black hand. And she will pay for it one way or another. We have to take small steps, but even the smallest axe cuts down the largest tree. He's going to be like in his, I guess, in his shoulder where the arm is, like where there is an arm. And he's going to say, I know, I know. (laughs) And then he's going to like spring up like he thought about something. So you can say, wait, Lark's 
Lark has a, had a book, right? Like where he kept all his like religious stuff. Yeah. He's gonna look at. I guess we wrapped. I'm assuming we wrapped Lark in, in something, or Callie dressed him in some kind of some sort of herbs. You know, KFC oh, yeah, spices. She, and wrapped she him cleaned in, his body. Yeah, like, wrapped, wrapped him in bandages or something. But dude, we made him into a delicious empanada. <laughs> Jason, would his belongings be anywhere nearby? I mean, yeah, somewhere in the you know large famous bowl. Like, yeah, there's 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 this stuff. I want to look for his prayer book because I know paladins have a prayer book. Sure. Okay. Can I find it? Uh. Let's ask Jameson. Uh, would that be something that would be on Lark's person? The prayer book. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he would. He would probably have it, um, like tucked into the belt on the, on the side or something like that. Okay. okay. I'll pull it out and kind of flip through the pages. So obviously, and this is kind of a stretch. So so just just try to go with me as best you can here. Mm-hmm. Jack of all trades, bards are pretty much we we know, but we never master anything. Uh-huh. Could I, with the help of Callie and Calvin, because we are from different magic disciplines, go through this prayer book and find something? If he, I don't know what kind of spells he had, but if he had like the gentle repose or something similar to that, if we found something, could we use our collective minds to try and like jerry rig one of the the spells <clears throat> to to try and pull it off? Firstly, did Larg know gentle repose? That's yeah. I have to. I, I can't ask him because he's dead. But you. That's can ask true. Him. I'll check. <laughs> Look through the book. Check through the book. There's a lot of prayers. There's a lot of prayers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where's Where's the recipe for gentle repose? <laughs> <laughs> Simon beget, uh, fell on, fell on beget, Mary, Mary beget. <laughs> Uh, Grosjean and where's gentle repose? <laughs> I literally thought you were speaking gibberish there for a minute, and I was like, "What's happening?" <laughs> I also hope that as you guys are going through this book, you see Lark's cute little notes, like in the side margins, where he's like oh, jotting down his yeah. thoughts and feelings. <laughs> They're little drawings. Yeah, and it's a drawing of that's of, of Rose, and then like the next page is like Werewolf Rose, but it still has hearts next to. It. Yeah, and there's him <laughs> dipping her, and he's in like a tuxedo. <laughs> I I would so also think better. that the uh, the top edges of the papers of the book are probably there's probably dried blood. Oh, oh well, yeah. now you made it sad. That's my job. Um, <laughs> yeah, I one I do not believe that that's something Lark could do. Okay. Two, I'd say that's like. That's like never having performed heart surgery before, but you watched a YouTube video about it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I've watched 13 seasons of Grey's Anatomy, so yeah. I'm clearly a surgeon. Okay. Right. It reminds me, I, I envision it being like, I don't know if you've ever watched Stephen King's miniseries, The Stand, the movie. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when they're trying to do basically like an appendectomy on yes. Yes. that shit. And like, the opening, the opening of part three, I think it was. <laughs> and they're like in the fucking under the, like the parking structure, and like they're like 
he's been dead for like two hours. Like, yeah, yeah. I saw that was one of those movies I saw way too young, and it literally <laughs> messed with me. M O O N. That spells appendectomy. That is such a deep cut. Oh my god, yeah. oh, such yeah. a pull. And then he gets it right at the end when they have him for his mission. Oh my god. Right. Okay, so he'll flip to the book, and then obviously he'll he'll realize like he doesn't see anything that's even remotely close to that. So he'll close the book, and he'll look at it for a second, then look at Lark. And he'll say, he'll look at everybody else, and he's like, I'm going to keep this. You know, he might not want it to get dirty. And he's going to, like, tuck it under his arm and re-wrap him up in the KFC wrapper with the herbs and spices and walk away. So, Callie... Can you help us find some of this fungus? Yeah. I was going to say, like, during all that, I almost was like, Callie just wa- starts walking into the, the woods. <laughs> just walks away. Just Yeah. <laughs> she'll, yeah, so she'll just, like, nod her head and just um, literally just, like, walk away from camp <laughs> and start looking for... Well, Callan will follow her. He'll he'll be he's invested in trying to help her find this. Uh, so he'll he'll be like, uh, "What is it? What does it look like? What does it smell like? Where does it grow mostly around? Water, mm-hmm. dead trees." Can yeah, I just <laughs> <laughs> all of that. <laughs> Really quickly, while you guys are going to do that, Tatiana has assumed her uh, beating up a tree position in which she's found a private spot somewhere in the forest to hammer away at a tree and take out some frustration. Trying to keep herself busy. Okay, continue. (laughs) So can I ask a question? Let's say you find you find some of the syrup. What's the plan? Uh, uh, see if we can commune with Vecna. Okay. Okay. Or maybe even Lark. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Or maybe even Lark. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe even... Who knows? Do me a favor, Callie. Uh, with yeah. advantage, could you could you roll a... Roll a... Let's say survival check. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it usually yeah. would be nature, but, like, I, I'd like to... Yeah, okay. So... This is, hmm. We're going to throw some tracking and stuff in there too, right? So, okay. uh, yeah. Kelly basically knows where to look for it. And I would say this probably takes probably three hours or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it probably, it would probably take a while to find just the right conditions. And it's, it's a very damp, uh, damp thing. So you're looking under like fallen, uh, fallen trees or rocks, stuff like that, uh, where the ground has been very damp for a long period of time. Now, the good news is uh, it's springtime and it's raining a lot, so that helps. I would say, uh, with that check, Callie's going to find enough so that the entire party could take it if they wanted to. Maybe she'll take all of that, but not let everyone know she has enough for everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because we want things to get um, fun, but not too fun. <laughs> right, right, right. And you did a you did a check previously to see what this does, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, I like the part about uh, fracturing your psyche. It so... could potentially, yes. But the good news is it's not very habit-forming. It's okay. Honestly, at the emotional state I feel like we're all at, that's probably a really good thing. <laughs> <laughs> that we all don't become dependent on the substance. <laughs> I was literally thinking about it. I was like, man, if Tatiana takes this, it is not going to be a good trip. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let's hope this doesn't become a habit. Yeah, this is, uh, this will be interesting. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I think okay. she would, like, oh, sorry, I was going to say, she would, like, pocket all of it first and then just let Calvin know, like, oh, I found some. There's enough for, like, you. Colin <laughs> <laughs> uh, be like, will there be enough for you, for Braylon? For all of us? I don't necessarily think all of us should be taking this at the same time, considering the area that we're in right now. There's oh. enough. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's. Thank you, Callie, for locating this. Let's see what we can do. You're sort of uh, the experienced one in this realm, so I'm going to follow your lead. Great. (laughs) (laughs) That sounded like confidence. (laughs) Colden will like put exactly what they were doing. Yeah, Colden will like put like grip her on the shoulder uh, in a camaraderie fashion and be like, "You're going to do fine." And Callie just nod and just... I hope we get some answers. We need Me to too. figure something out. Me too. That's that's all I want at this point. So you're rejoining the party with this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say this is around, uh, around 11 a.m., somewhere in there. Have you made the pitch yet to the party? I mean, I said it last night. Right, but I mean, like, <laughs> okay, you have, uh, you you have in your possession a hallucinogenic drug that is, uh, is is said to bring on both vivid and extremely personal hallucinations. Should things go poorly, and your the chemicals in your brain react poorly to this could result in the fracturing of one's psyche. What is the pitch that Calden uses coming back? Like, what is the, come on gang, let's do it speech? Now gather round, gather round. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a snake oil salesman coming. Yeah. (laughs) Men, you'll have more vitality. Women, you'll be even more vivacious. Your uh, figure will will, uh, come out. The rose will come to your cheeks (laughs) for both sexes. No, Calden will will come back. uh, Calden and Callie will come back um, and sit down. And say, okay, we found, well, Kali found enough to take. Uh, Not for everyone, but I think with that, maybe maybe it should be Braylon 
Callie and I uh, to try and take this stuff. I think maybe Tatiana and Elena will still need you because I think even though this will open your mind and even though you won't be uh, partaking in the substance, we could use your connection to Larg and to all of us to help boost this. Um, he'll take a, he'll, uh, he'll take a little bit like part of the mushroom from Callie and hold it up and be, and, and say, um, on the mountain, when my mother, uh, wanted to commune with her ancestors, she would tell me that they are in a world between and there's a lot going on there. So for us here on this plane, we need to get their attention a little bit. We need to make a, a small sacrifice. We need to make them aware that we are serious about talking with them and that will help bring the spirits to us. I don't know if she ever got in touch with the ancestors, but that's what she told me. That's what this is. This is our little sacrifice in hopes that Vecna will pay attention. We have their artifact here with us. That should help as well. And the magic that it exudes and the power within us should help to open up some kind of line of communication. That's my hope anyway. Wait a second. Our friend just died. And now you want to go and take a party drug. Well, I think I wouldn't distill it quite like that. I don't know what the effects are, but it certainly wouldn't be to party. And you think harming yourself or, or potentially harming yourself or, or doing whatever it is that does is going to get the attention of an all-powerful being? No, Elena, I, I don't know for sure, but... I want to try. And sometimes trying requires us to take a leap of faith. Can I make a roll, Jason? Uh, for what? So I have sort of like talked about the fact that Tatiana doesn't really know magic. I mean, I mean, she knows that, that that's a thing and like totally is totally cool with it or whatever. But like part of her is trusting her companions about these magical things, but also like, maybe this is just Jamie seeping through where it's like, wow, that sounds fucking ridiculous. Right. Um, so is there any way that I could roll something to see if granted that she doesn't know a lot, I'll roll with disadvantage or whatever, that this was ever even possible. This thing that Calden's coming up with this idea. Well, that's, huh. <laughs> huh. 
That's tricky, but let's see what All we right. can do. Because I I liken it to well, we talked about vaccines earlier. <laughs> and <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's a lot of it isn't based in science or fact or proof or evidence. It's based in feeling and opinion, you know, a, a gut hankering, whatever you want to put into it. So I can give you a check to see if you would have some knowledge about this specific plant, right? But I can't tell you how Tatiana would interpret that. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah! I don't, I didn't, I don't, I don't want to roll anything then, because I, okay. I don't think that she would really she would just know it as like a party drug honestly based on her backstory i don't think she would know anything about like communing with other beings or anything like that so right okay let's do this let's let's say let's let's take it to a less controversial route okay you know like the ayahuasca peyote fucking mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. going out into the desert and tripping balls and there's some people who are just like yes let's go hallucinate the desert that sounds fun and there's mm-hmm. some people who literally believe that that is a way to go beyond oneself to leave your body and all this right mortal shackling. your consciousness yeah like it's a way to get to another plane that you normally just couldn't get to so it's kind of like that Mm-hmm. So, like, has can I roll something to see? Has she heard of other people having this experience on this drug? Absolutely, can. Um, awesome. I would say, give me a uh, give me a wisdom check. Okay. Uh, 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 that's on the left. <laughs> I always have to remind myself because it's like abilities and then saves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, I would say, in Tatiana's past, there may have been a couple of people in Fairway who swear by it. Like your friend who says that crystals heal cancer, that kind of thing. Gotcha, gotcha. And I would say mostly in Brightport, and maybe Tatiana's friends in that period of her life, it's a party drug. It is uh, let's okay. go trip balls in the forest and wake up somewhere strange. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Gotcha. Thank you. I hope that helps. Well, I think um, seeing like the sort of back and forth between Elena and Calden, Tatiana is just going to sort of look up and say to Calden and the group, I have no qualms about taking this thing and trying to commune with some higher power. But, and she's going to sort of like look over to Larg if that doesn't work, we will have wasted any time to get to Dern Hollow and to let Ellen know. Yeah, Braylon's gonna look at Calden and say, maybe, maybe not everyone does it. We gotta have a plan B. He's gonna chuckle. <laughs> you know, maybe we've needed a plan B this whole time because I'm pretty sure we've gone in with like half a plan. At most things. Uh, for this one, let's pick let's pick a few. And if things look like they're not working out, the ones who stay outside, so to speak, take us back to Dern Hollow and we look for a cleric or somebody religious. Because, I mean, he points to everybody in the group. We're not going to be able to do anything. 
Uh, yeah, we will. Because we have the bell. Like, it brings people back from the dead. I, I don't see... Like, what, what's the problem? Oh. It also destroys whole cities. Uh, Large city. Braylon's gonna step in front of Tatiana like, oh, I, I got this. Oh, I'm sorry, Elena. Let me, let's go through your spell book. Oh, wait, you don't have magic. So you don't know. And he's gonna like point at her, but like he can't reach her. So he's gonna point like at her kneecap. You don't know about magic. And look straight up at her. Well, from what I recall, we banished the demon and killed all of the undead so seems like we have it under control. <laughs> you said you want to do it again. If we screw up, if that bell gets wrong and we fuck up somehow, I don't want to get eaten by a demon. I mean, I love Log, but I don't want to see him on that side just yet. We were able to do it one time. Why can't we do it again? He's going to like look down. <sighs> you know, you're very confident. I gotta give you that. Fine. Why don't we make that plan B? All right. Calden will we'll see these people, or Braylon and, and Elena, sort of going at it, and uh, he'll pocket the he'll pocket the thing and say, "Okay, okay. Then maybe we can do this." If you're worried about our chances slimming, then we maybe we should maybe we should ride back to Dern Hollow to see if someone can uh, if there's a healer in town. I can see if I can get in touch here right in the cart take this to poem and see if I can get any information about the bell see if I can open any kind of communication the only thing is is if we get to Dern Hollow we can't use the bell there unless we know what we're doing Brandon's gonna look called in. No, she's she's right. We know the bell is supposed to bring people back. It that's what what's his name, fucking Mox said, right? That's probably the only real solid proof on any of these plans that actually has like substance. And he's gonna look at Elena, and then kind of half a smile. Besides, you heard what she said, right? She did it once, she could do it again. Tatiana's gonna sort of pipe up and just say, I'm really uncomfortable with this bell plan. I... It's just not what Lark would have wanted. That bell is the reason his entire city perished. And he was a good person. He he wouldn't even want to chance it. For us to bring him back with that bell would be selfish. I hate it, but you're right. He wouldn't want us to use that on him. 
so we have to find another way. Brennan's going to look down the road in the direction of Dern Hollow. I mean, we could we could try a church or something, but I don't have any money for this. I mean, we're I'm really going to have to hold myself out for this one if we're going to try and get that done. Tatiana throws her 40 gold in the middle of the group. Take it all, all of it. Yeah, Colin will throw out the gold he got from the uh, from all the drow. Uh, and then he'll look at everyone and say, if, if that's what you, if that's the way that you want to go, I don't think there's any good plan here. But we do have to pick one. Town's the safest one. I mean, if you still want us to get high with you, we can do that on the way there, but then we're going to need someone else to be the representative when we get to town. I think that's a good idea, and I still think it's worth investigating. Well, we we better ride north. Or, (laughs) yeah, I guess it's north. He's going to look behind him. Yeah, but... And I, I, I want to go back. I do. But remember... We had to leave quickly because you guys decided you wanted to steal from a guy. That's, it's not, come on, we're not pointing fingers right now. We did, that, we, we did that already. But yes, it's our fault. Let's go. <laughs> Tatiana's going to sort of chuckle and just say, well, I mean, Braylon could always come up with some more master disguises for us if we're heading back into town. <laughs> His ears will perk up. Oh, hell no. (laughs) He's going to turn around on a heel. He's going to spin on his heels. Well, I mean, it's a whole day to get back to town. I have plenty of time. I just need the adequate resources to do so. (laughs) And Elena, weren't you just boasting about how we bested demons? What are a few criminals in Dern Hollow to a bunch of demons? I like this plan. You don't even go here, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't even go here. (laughs) Okay, so it sounds like we're going to turn around and head. I I vote, yeah. uh, Alex slash Braylon votes town officially. Okay, we're like a day out? Is that correct? Yep, about a day. We're going to have to put some more herbs and spices on Lark if we're going to keep him fresh. Didn't you say it's like 11 o'clock, Jason? About 11 a.m., yep. I don't know how much a day is, like, is... It's 24 like, hours, would... baby. It's about 12 hours of travel. <laughs> right. When I so say like, you're a day outside of something, I'm talking about 12 hours away. Right, so, like, if we go now, like, we could get there tonight. It'd be late, but mm-hmm. sure. I'll wake up whoever. Let's do this. Okay. Well, if that sounds good, then we get in the yeah. cart and take Dusty and Rusty and start going back. Uh, Calden will sit in the back with Flarg and with the bell. And he is going to take this to poem. Wait, just by yourself? 
Well, no, actually, he'll ask. He'll he'll ask Braylon. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> on their way, as, as you're asking, he just takes it immediately. He doesn't even. Yeah, he'll be. Yeah, he'll be like. He'll be like Braylon. I'm. I really meant what I. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, All right. Yep, yep. That's, a, that's a big chunk there. The big big chunk there, buddy. I don't even. I don't even feel anything. Prepared at all, like it's uh. So picture this as kind of um, kind of a like a moss, like a mossy fungi, oh, and it's gonna yeah. coat the inside of your mouth. Ew, yucky! Ugh, it it's, is it like uh, is it like a cool psychedelicy color, or is it? It's kind just of a, like green, a mossy color. It's kind of a greenish blue. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so it's like a it's like a bright, vibrant green, uh, freckled with uh, specks of kind of an aqua. Yeah, it's like a blue herb and a green herb from Resident Evil when you mix. Yes, these. thank yeah. you. There you go. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, this, this is not pleasant. It's not a tasty. It's not a tasty plant. Okay, Elena's at the front of the cart because um, she wants literally nothing to do with this. Okay. <laughs> So, besides, I oh, have a question. Sorry, hit me, hit me. Yes. Would this would it be easier or harder? I guess the question I'm trying to ask is, what is the best way to help these guys while they're tripping balls? Should I also be on this shit? So that we're oh. kind of on the same level. Mm. No, no, you oh. need a guide. No, you gotta have a babysitter. Yeah, you need a spotter. Um, so here's what they would need from you if you yeah. are the okay. So let's say you're the knowledgeable, responsible party, right? Yeah. You were there. You're their emergency contact in the situation. <laughs> so what they're gonna need, uh, they're gonna need a lot of hydration because they're gonna sweat like crazy. Firstly, yeah. Um, and you're gonna have to keep them from swallowing their tongue, uh, at one point, probably. Uh, yep. they, they- Vomit most... control. Don't forget yep. vomit control. Vomit control. Uh, you, you should probably roll them onto their side. You want to start out on their back, but roll them over their side. That's how Hendrix died. Oh, I was gonna say, uh, damn it, Jason. <laughs> sorry. Uh, and, uh, finally, at some point, if they go deep, they're gonna want to get up and move around. And you're going to want to stop them from doing that. Leashes. Leashes. We've yeah. got to bust out the leashes. Yeah, so there's a, there's a lot that's about to happen. It'll be an interesting day of travel. Tatiana is going to volunteer to help you, Callie, just so you're not alone. I'm going to need you to describe in detail, too. <laughs> oh, baby, don't worry. I'm ready. I've been writing all day. Why would you day. give this to Braylon? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I only need half a dose, but I'll take the full. I don't give a shit. Because <laughs> you know why? Because Calden would trust no one more than Braylon to go hand in hand down this weird dark tunnel. You well, do that know rude. that you're not yeah. traveling together through some mystical gate. You will both be in your own mind. <laughs> this is a world of magic where <laughs> my arm turned into a skeleton arm from a god. Like, we'll yeah, but God has out. nothing to do with you eating a plant from the wilderness. Sure it does. God made the plants, so we yeah. eat the plants. It's of wow. the gods. Huh. Touché. Messy. Legalize it. It's okay. Yeah, so let's... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's what we're going to do. Let's really take quick, a break. Jason. Yes. Before they go under, like I understand <laughs> that the dosage has been taken, but yes. before they go under and the effects start to kick in, Tatiana is going to look directly at Calden and say, 
I need you to hand over the bell before you are so fucked up that you forget you have it. I will give it back. Inside check. <laughs> Inside. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Holden nods and and hands the bell to Tatiana. Okay. Don't need any unnecessary usage. Putting that away. All right. Go ahead. Have fun, boys. Uh, Calden has been known to sleep cast spells, so it's uh, it's probably a good thing. <laughs> All right. It We're hasn't been good for the for the pet population. No. <laughs> <laughs> I keep waking up to dead horses. <laughs> oh. How's about we jump back into this? Now, my understanding is that Calden and Breelin have taken this to Pont, and they are settling down for a, a, a trip here. I, I, this cart's not incredibly large, so I guess they're settling down next to Lark? Yeah, absolutely. I think he's like yeah. the centerpiece of this. Oh, yeah. We're on either side of him. They're sandwiching him. So he's yeah. the meat in your sandwich. Yeah. 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 All right. And you got Callie and Tatiana, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're, they're playing spotter. And Elena is disgusted with this entire process and driving the cart. Yes. <laughs> All right. Disgusted or jelly? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be jelly of my boogie. Can I ask a question? What's Elena's thought process the entire time she's driving? Like, she's she's kind of like, she's up there with Dusty and Rusty. Is it, it What would be the thought process as you guys are riding back north? Elena's thinking, these fucking idiots <laughs> want to, like, live it up. And, like, I almost died. Tatiana almost died. Larg did die. And now they want to, like, have some fun and, like, you know, get zen and, ooh, talk to the gods. And she, she's, like, she's pretty angry about it, to be honest. Like, she really is. Okay. That's, that's what I thought, but I wanted to, I just wanted to confirm. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so you have uh, you have about a twelve-hour trek, give or take, back to back to Dern Hollow, and there's a lot of rolls I'm going to have you make. Uh, one, obviously, I'm going to need Elena to give us a flat D twenty roll to see how the general trek is going to go. But hold off on that for just a moment, because there is a physical and psychological toll that this drug is going to take on both Braylon and Calden, and we're going to roll a few different things for them. And on the outside, I'm going to have Callie and Tatiana make some rolls to kind of keep up on the general health and well-being of Calden and Braylon and make sure that they don't die under your care. Does that sound fair? Sure. <laughs> I, didn't know I, I wasn't aware there was the there was a chance of death with this. Okay, yeah. it's like a one. It's like a one in a thousand chance, but yeah, the, like but it could happen. If you like fling Group yourself B. off Come the on. side of the car and then you get like run, run over. over by the car, like right. I mean, there's, happen. there's all kinds of stuff. Or you could choke on your own vomit. Or you can. Yeah, you know, there's all kinds of stuff, right? Or 
Are we going to be able to do things to affect the rules? Yes, actually, you are. Uh, the physical side, anyway. Uh, the mental side is all on them, and people have been known to go through such terror and anxiety that their heart stops. But again, oh, God. one in a thousand chance. Some nightmare Don't kill us, sheets. guys. I'm. You're <laughs> uh, not, not the bad guys, okay? I'm gonna do. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh my God! I'm just imagining. I wasn't like, aware that could happen. Oh, we haven't had a long rest yet. Never mind. Never mind. I'm just imagining Braylon thinking that like we're the demons from that ship, and <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God! I would, yeah, heart attack instantly. Instant heart attack. That happened. All right. So. Let's start off with Elena. Let's get a flat D20 roll to see how... Let's see if just... Let's see if the gods are going to smile upon you guys and just cut you a break. Get you back to Durn Hollow as soon as possible. Okay, here it goes. (sighs) (laughs) They are frowning. Yeah, that's a five. Okay, well... Always get shitty rolls for that roll. Every uh, time. (laughs) It's not great. Um, And storm clouds are going to start to form as as Braylon and Calden settle down here. And on the horizon, you're going to see the sky kind of flash over and over again. And just a bit after that, you're going to hear the roar. That that rolling thunder sound. And um, Elena already knows that you guys are probably in for a rough trip. Might oh, be more boy. than 12 hours. It, Literally uh, intuitively. Yeah, let's see. All right. So let's start. Let's start with Calden. Now, here's what we're going to be doing. There are a series of checks involved in this. Uh, the first one is going to be how potent uh, this is for you. Like how, how, how harshly is this affecting your psyche, right? Like how is it, uh, is it just kind of a, just a low grade dose of something and you might get a vibe or is it this overwhelming, uh, completely takes you over type of thing? And what we're going to do is roll on a scale of one to 10. So if you could do me a favor, give me a flat D10. D10? All right. Okay. So that's a three. And what that is, is that is going to, that's going to affect the outcome of a few things coming up. So the good news is that that's not, that's not a thing where you're going to completely lose yourself in it, right? It's like a low, uh, like if you take a low grade sleeping pill versus like 10 NyQuil or something like that, it's, it's oh. going to be like, it's like, okay, I'm sleepy. I'm not. So this is more like, yeah, you're going to see visions and you're going to get flashes of things and you're, you're going to go on a bit of a trip, but it's not going to be something where it just completely destroys your mind, right? Do I need Braylon. to eat more? What? I mean, I don't recommend that. I mean, that could have some dire consequences. We could do that. If that's okay. Oh, Jesus. I didn't even think that that was going to happen, but let's, let's say this. Did you have a conversation with Callie or Tatiana at any point? It's like, Hey, if it looks like I'm not doing the rapid eye movement or it's not affecting me, give me more. I, well, I think I would have had a conversation with Callie about like, what's a good dose to take. Like a whole mush, or like a handful of moss, or like a thing of moss, and uh, you know, like what would be what would be enough to to have like a deep experience. So the goal for both of you is to 
get really out there. Mm-hmm. Well, for Calden. For Calden. Would Braylon feel the same way? Or is this more of a solidarity thing? Solidarity, for sure. He has no idea. He's never taken this kind of stuff before. He has no idea um, what's happening. Okay. It's different for every. <laughs> <laughs> what would Callie have said? Hmm. I think Callie would have definitely given Calden a good dosage. Okay. But I think, like, if she would wait to see how Braylon is handling it before she would consider giving Calden even a little more. Okay, so more it's like, hey, let's feel our way along slowly, because if this is your first time, which it clearly is, you know what I mean? Like, just let's, okay. Braylon, do me a favor. Give me a flat D10. Let's see how potent this is for you. Here we go. Oh, we good. (laughs) 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 Holy shit. You are much smaller, so I guess that makes sense. That does make sense. That is a nine out of ten. This is going to... This is going to hit Braylon hard. This is going to get interesting. All right. So... (laughs) I would say, for Calden, so far, it's going to be kind of a lucid dream type situation. So there's going to be a series of images that gradually sort of expand. And Calden is going to find himself in Brightport. And it's, it's, it's one of those things where Calden knows he's in Brightport, but perhaps feels a little disconnected from things. People are moving, uh, much more quickly than they normally would. Kind of uh, a dream simulation of the hustle and bustle of big city life. But Calden wouldn't be able to make out faces. Like everyone's kind of got a blank face. Mm. Can I? Oh my God. Valerie. <laughs> <laughs> Referencing Slenderman again. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Can I make my way to House Dragon Keep? Like, would I be able to? You can interact with anything while you're here, yeah. Yeah, I think Calden would. I think first off, he would see if he can make his way to House Dragon Keep. Okay. Just because he's just sort of like getting a feeling of this and he's like okay I'm in Brightport there's all of this I I can't recognize anyone let's see if I can find somewhere I do recognize right now before we go any further <clears throat> uh, there are two more roles and we'll get to the third in just a bit but the second role is how aware of your surroundings you are so I'm going to have you roll a flat d10 again One, you have no idea that you are in a dreamlike scenario. You have no idea. This is reality to you. This is 100% real. A 10, you know exactly what's going on. You know that this isn't real and that it can't hurt you. And that will influence rolls down the line. So do me a favor. Give me a flat D10. Okay, wait. Can Mm -hmm. I change? Can I change where he's going to go? I just thought of something better. Sure. Well, I guess this will determine it. So yeah, uh, let's see. Okay, so I'll I'll roll this. I'll do this roll. Okay, so Colin's pretty deep. That's a four. So there may be um, flashes of things that's like that's not right. But I wouldn't say that Calden right now knows that 
uh, he's unconscious. It would be more like, oh, I'm in Brightport. Like, this just kind of seems fairly natural. There are some things that it, if you're ever dreaming and it's like, huh, that's a giant spider. Like, it's just, it, it's, it makes sense in your dream logic, but you understand deep down that's like, that's off. Okay, so it's uncanny. It's, it's, uncanny, it's difficult yes. to parse what's real, but... Right. Okay. So, I think Calden is going to move... He's going to start making his way to House Dragon Keep. Okay. And... But I think in the moment, he's going to think better and think, what am I doing in Brightport? It's not to see House Dragon Keep. It's not to see Arrow Love. It's to confront the Black Hand. And that's where he's going to go. So you're going to try to make your way to the Black Hand's... The, yeah, the, 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 that the la- yeah, the last place where he met her, sort of like in the slums, through this labyrinthine place, or see, see if he can even find it. Okay. But that's where he's headed. Okay, let's catch, let's catch up with Calden in just a bit. Let's check in with Braylon. <clears throat> Braylon is going to find himself on a ship. God damn it! And you are <laughs> you are at sea. There is no land for miles around. Do me a favor. Give me a flat D ten. Let's see how aware. Braylon would be that that this is so you're hoping for a high roll here nope I'm (laughs) I'm lost at sea that is a three to Braylon this is reality essentially there may be a couple of things that's like that's off that shit why is that off this 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 isn't right this isn't quite right but why there is going to be um there's going to be a a dozen people behind Braylon. This is the thing where Braylon's at the at the front of the ship, and just the sea air is wafting in his face, and you, you know the sails are up, and you're going at a at a at a breakneck speed, and just cresting over the waves. It is majestic, and the the sun is shining down on you. And there is going to be a dozen people behind Braylon calling out to him. Asking him to play, almost begging, like they they just they need to hear a song from Braylon. Whoa. <laughs> Can I like act and stuff or what's going on here? Yeah, go, yeah. This is this is yours to interact with. Yeah, then he's gonna play. If he's like, Oh, okay, we're at sea and I'm on a boat and these people want to hear me play, yeah. Ah. And he doesn't know <laughs> that this is fake. Right. Yeah, he'll play. Do me a favor. A roll a performance check. Oh man. No stage right this time. Yes. Oh my god. That's a 25. Braylon is going to masterfully play a song. What song would Braylon play in his in his dreamscape? Uh, I forget the name of it, but it's like Get Out of My Dreams and Into My Car. Know, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes, I do. Yeah, that one. I'll write that down. <laughs> Get in the backseat, baby! (laughs) (laughs) We are old men. Oh, we all grew up in the 80s. Okay, so... (laughs) 
This crowd is going to lose their mind, not just at the end of Braylon's song, but the entire time Braylon's playing. Like, we're talking... Uh, these complete strangers, they don't look familiar, but they're going to just go wild. Some people are swinging around uh, the center mast, almost like it's a stripper pole, like they're losing their mind. They're dancing, they're having a great time. The, the one strange thing that would probably stick out to Braylon is it doesn't appear as though anyone is at the helm of the ship steering. It's just sort of breaknecks coasting through the water. Like, you guys, just the open sea, having the time of your life. And things, at the moment, seem to be going really well. Could you do me a favor, Braylon? There's a third role associated with this dreamscape. And what that role is going to decide is whether you are having a good trip or a bad trip. You're hoping for a high roll here. Roll a flat D10. Interesting. That's okay, right? That's a 5 out of 10. We're going to come back to Braylon in just a second. Calden, you are going to find yourself outside of the Black Hands compound, and it's this... um, makeshift compiling of buildings, old tenant buildings that uh, were either abandoned or in slight disrepair. You, you can tell you're in the bad side of town, essentially. And there are going to be a horde of thugs standing outside of the Black Hands compound. None of them have faces. What would you like to do? Can I check my person? Do I have the bell on me in here? You can absolutely check your person. How about we do this? How about we roll a flat D20 to see if you would have that on your person? Okay. You would not have it on your person. Okay, so Calden checks his pouches. He's like, I don't have the bell on me. Looks at these faces. Do they react in any way? Like, can he just walk past them? Well, it looked like they were making the motions of conversating with each other, but of course they have no faces, and there's nothing audible. It's stone quiet. Um, There's the sounds of the city, but no one's speaking. And they're all going to stop, and their heads are going to turn, but there's there's no facial expression, there's no eyes, but you can tell they're all looking at you. And they're going to stop what they're doing, and they're going to watch Calvin. Calden is going to, uh, under his breath, he's just going to mutter, like, Braylon, if you're here, I hope you can hear me. I hope you're with me. And Vecna, this is my biggest fear. This I show to you. And he's going to walk into this den. And as you walk up to the doorway of these these, these buildings, this collective, uh, this handful of thugs is going to sort of spread out. They're almost going to part like the sea as Calden walks in. I'm going to ask you to do me a favor and roll a flat D10 to see whether you're having a good trip or a bad trip. That's a four. 
middling. Yeah, uh, Callie. <laughs> it's not like a good a good trip uh, either way, I think. Right. <laughs> Callie, Tatiana. Yeah. What you would be seeing from the outside. Uh, did you... <laughs> is there... <laughs> <laughs> did you guys... Did you guys... Are you each taking one? Or are you both kind of keeping an eye on both of them? How did you divvy up the responsibilities here? Well, I kind of... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to say, I picture, like, out of the group... I remember last episode, it was established that Callie has taken this before. And I assume that Tatiana probably has taken it before, too. So, -hmm. like, they're both coming at this as veterans? Right. You know what's coming. We know what's coming. So I picture Tatiana sort of, like, preemptively getting ready for side effects, like... If dry mouth is a thing, she's getting waters ready, you know? If right. <laughs> she's probably, like, getting some rope and, and casually making little leashes to wrap around these guys. Yes. Because, <laughs> yes. yes. Like, she, she has been through the experience and is just trying to preemptively sort of right. anything that could go wrong. Maybe things that she's experienced gone wrong before she's, like, taking initiative to fix before it happens. Okay. All right. So here's what's going to be happening. Calden is definitely doing a little bit of the rabbit eye movement type thing. So there's, you could tell that something's going on. Like he, Calden is seeing something, right? And there's probably a fidget or a twinge uh, or something like that. Maybe not a full blown, like, you know, a freak out, like uh, the, the, the restless arm or leg syndrome thing of like, you know, hardcore twitching. But, um, Definitely some sweat, some perspiration going on. And I would say that Calden probably looks mildly uncomfortable, like maybe a furrowing of the brow, something like that. Braylon? (laughs) Braylon is showing more symptoms. Probably a lot of rapid eye movement. Um, big smile on his face and he keeps doing this thing with his tongue where it looks like he's trying to lick the air or maybe like if you tell somebody he's like oh you got something on your chin and they try to use their tongue to get it like it's that kind of weird weird thing very lizard like (laughs) man I wish cameras were a thing in theory (laughs) (laughs) this would be going straight to Instagram (laughs) (laughs) and Probably a lot of arm and leg movement. Um, not trying to get up or move around, but definitely, like, you ever scritch a dog in just the right spot and they do the little leg kickies? Mm. Like that, but it's Braylon leg kickies. Like, he's just sort of, like, kind of kicking at the air, that type of thing. Uh, so every once in a while, uh, I picture him, for whatever reason, he's laying on the left side of Larg, so every once in a while he'll kick Larg's leg by accident. Um... And and yeah, lots lots more fidgeting and movement with Braylon. So here's what I'm going to ask you guys to do. I'm going to ask one of you to roll a medicine check for Calvin, and one of you to roll a medicine check for Braylon, and that's essentially how well you're keeping up on their their general upkeep: water, damp rag for perspiration, that type of thing. So who wants Calvin? I'll take Calden. I figure since Braylon even seemed before this even started, I feel like I felt like 
Braylon was going to be the more squirrely of the two. Right. <laughs> and since Tatiana has so much experience with uh, rope tying and stuff, mm-hmm. she would have given Braylon to Tatiana. That makes, makes sense. sense to me. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Uh, so do me a favor. Give me a medicine check. All right. So that's a 14. You're doing fine. You're, you're keeping up. Again, Keldon's not, not showing too many symptoms. It looks like it's a low grade, uh, a low grade trip. So now Callie's going to know what to look for because I'm guessing that this is not Callie's first rodeo in terms of, uh, spotting for someone, right? What? Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That being said, you know what it looks like when someone is really in the middle of it, right? They're, they're, they're really, uh, they're really seeing some shit. And you know that that isn't, at least so far, what Calden's going through. That being said, would you upgrade Calden's dose? Ooh. I feel like, yeah. I feel okay. like Calden would have been like, I really need to get into this like lay it on me so like he was pretty insistent yeah okay she's gonna do it let's do it well that is going to affect some things um and i would say another five or ten minutes is gonna go by and things are going to get a lot more vivid that's gonna crank that first die roll up quite a bit this is going to be much easier for Calden to sort of lose himself. Uh, so let's say this is like a double dose. So whatever, let's say uh, whatever resistances Calden might have to the specific plant, it, it's just like, oh, a double dose, that'll get him where he needs to go. Would you do that for Braylon as well? Hell no. Okay. I just wanted to check. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> She's like giving Calden another dose and like weary eyed, like glancing at uh, Braylon, like on the other side, like. Fuck. One may have been too much. <laughs> Calden right. is like sweating and it's freezing all around his face and or, like on his neck and on the collar of his clothes and stuff. Let's get back to it. Let's pick things up with Calden. Slowly but surely, Calden's going to make his way into this compound deeper and deeper, taking lefts and rights, trying to remember, uh, trying to remember exactly how to get to the heart of this place. I'm presuming you're looking for the Black Hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's trying to remember the way that two years ago when he came here, the way that right. they went. Remembers it was dark. Remembers there were those things in armor looking down. It was labyrinthine and difficult. And basically like a kill hallway. Like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's um, it's not very hospitable. It's meant to be both imposing and easily defensible. And I think he shivers. Like, he actually feels a shiver go down his uh, through his body. Mm. And as as Callie's kind of taking care of 
uh, of Calden outside, kind of damping the, the 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 moist cloth against Calden's forehead. I would imagine that in that dreamscape, Calden almost gets a chill, like it's almost kind of like a, you could feel a temperature change. There's a couple of things that Calden's going to notice. One, that as soon as he crossed the threshold into this place, it seemingly became nighttime. And there are few, uh, there are a few sparse candles lighting up the hallways, but always from around a corner. It's never a direct lighting source. There are always long shadows creeping out from around the next corner, rights and lefts, as Calden makes his way into this place. And there's, there's a smell that Calden's gonna pick up. And it's, it might even occur to Calden this is the first time he's noticed smells. And it, it's, it's got, it's really hard for someone conscious to say, oh, it smelled like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, I know exactly it's, it's, what you mean, yeah. Right, but it, it's definitely conjuring a spell, and it's making him uneasy. It smells foreign. It smells the opposite of what home would smell like. This smells like you are not welcome here. And Colin's going to be creeping through these hallways left, right, left, right, over and over again until it feels like he's been walking for hours. And eventually, he's going to round a corner and recognize an office. What would you like to do? Are there doors? Are there like... It's a partially open door with a lit candle inside. I'd say it's open a crack. Calden is going to take a deep breath and try and calm himself down from from all of this. And he's going to put his hand on the door and he's going to walk on through. Let's catch up with Braylon. Oh. Tatiana, could you do me a favor? Give me a medicine check for Braylon. Sure. Or I could roll, like, maybe anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that option out there. You got this. <sighs> okay. Well, okay. The, the dice were a, a fan. They like yeah. So, Braylon is a handful. But... Uh, Tatiana's going to keep up with him for the most part, right? And it is going to, uh, it's going to soothe him a little bit, right? But you are going to notice that rapid eye movement is continuing and that, like, the leg kickies are still a thing. And it's, it's definitely, it's definitely hitting Braylon hard. Mm -hmm. Now, meanwhile, for Braylon, aboard that ship, which is familiar. It, it does feel familiar. It's kind of like going home again. There's a feeling aboard it that you just even though you're at sea and even though you are cresting over waves at breakneck speeds and the wind is in your hair and it's just kind of ruffling and you you, you can tell that you are going somewhere in a hurry it feels like you have a rock steady stance. You just, you know the ground beneath you. You have tread these boards before. The crowd behind Braylon is going to start to die down. Or at least the audible noise from the crowd 
It's like someone's turning down the volume knob. They're going to keep doing what they were doing, you know, going crazy, hands in the air, dancing around the, the center mast. But Braylon's going to hear them less and less. But another sound. Over the waves, over the wind, over the birds in the air. Braylon's going to hear a wet slapping sound. And it's coming from behind him. Okay. I turn, Braylon turns around like, what the hell? When Braylon turns around, he's going to see something. There is a pale bluish hand gripping the side of the boat and it's pulling itself up and after a few moments the waterlogged corpse of Braylon's brother is going to lurch over the side of the ship and drag itself onto the deck and it's going to start to crawl toward Braylon exciting <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody! <laughs> I guess because Bradley thinks it's all real. Yeah. So he would try casting a spell, and he would—I don't know if it would work in his head, but like, you oh, know, you know, yes, let's it. do that. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna try thunderclap to push him off the boat again. Okay. So. Hmm. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. Tatiana, on the outside, here's what we're going to do. Remember how I said that you will be able to affect roles for Braylon? Yes. Here's where that's going to come in handy. What I need you to do is give me a medicine check, because you're going to see that that smile on Braylon's face has faded. He looks terrified, shocked. He is reaching out with his arms and his legs, and he's starting to mutter in in his sleep like he is clearly trying to form words. Okay. I guess I'll roll this again and we'll see how that goes. You've got it. Can can I can I <laughs> can I try to fight for advantage just because I really do think that Tatiana has probably been and done the babysitting thing before. I'll give you a plus 2 on it. Okay. Oh, I needed that. Needed that plus two. Okay, that's a ten. Okay. (laughs) So, hmm. Here's what we're gonna do, Braylon. Yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna ask you to roll a flat d20. On an eleven or higher, you are actually going to cast this spell in real life. (laughs) Oh shit! (laughs) Oh my god. Fuck. Okay. God damn it. Oh my god! God damn it! <laughs> Nat 20. Holy oh, shit. <laughs> <clears throat> I scared my cat when I clapped. She ran away from me. Sorry, Oreo. Sorry, Oreo. Come back. No, she ran to the room. She's gone. Well. <laughs> okay. So, Braylon is terrified. His... 
There's a part of him that knows this can't be possible, but it's happening. It's right in front of him. He can see it with his own eyes. And he's just doing the first thing. He's reacting primally. Just get the hell away from me. And he is going to cast Thunderclap, you said? Yeah, so it's everything within five feet of me. (laughs) Fucking God. (laughs) So (laughs) here's what's going to happen. Not only is Braylon going to cast Thunderclap, it's going to be his best one ever. It is going to be... There is something so freeing about this experience that it's so effortless, and he's not thinking about it, and there's a primal kind of a a fervor to it where he has just lost himself and he is going to cast out of nowhere. He's going to mumble the words. He's going to wave his hands and just kind of like it is a reflex. Boom. Outside of Braylon's dream. The entire cart, I guess, we're going to have to roll some saves, right? Yeah, everybody has, everyone who's with me has to roll a con save. Yeah, Colin is sitting right across. Well, I mean, there's a large, (laughs) but he's sitting right across. Well, a large fails a con save. All right, Lark, you did it! Yay! So, everyone (laughs) except for Elena, let's say. Yeah, yeah, that seems fair. What are we rolling? Oh, that's okay. Colin, no, that's not okay. (laughs) Well, what's what's the save? It's not 12, it's higher than 12. Come on, come on, you don't think it's higher than 12 for me? What what is it? Hold on, I gotta get my spell spell sheet here. (laughs) Yes, I know. Isn't it? It's like 13, isn't it? I think it's like 13, yeah. I'm pretty nice. positive. Nice. Cool, that makes it. sense. Hold on, hold on. Uh, Thunderclap. Oh, 14. Harder. I hope that it fucks with it's Calden's 14. reality. It's 14. Really it's Tatiana and Calden get hit by it. Damn it. Oh my yeah. god. So, uh, 1d6 thunder damage, which I will give to each of you individually. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's do Tatiana first. Ah, oh, see, you good. Don't you only Fine. roll damage once? Oh, is it? I forget. I say, can we say that's fine? Because I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do one. <laughs> let's do. Let's do one. I think it's bad enough that you're deaf. Yeah. So. But everybody in the yeah, everyone who failed, hears a ringing in their ear for sure. Because they're like point blank. Yeah. Does yeah. it push? Does it do any push? Uh just like oh, item, like stuff that's on you. That's not like, if it's not attached to your belt or, uh, uh, okay. If it's not t- attached to something, it'll fly away. It, all that, like, so like all that, like sweaty ice, like <laughs> blasts off. Yeah, That's this is what's thing. going to happen. So, Tatiana is just trying to keep up with Braylon. She's noticing it's like, okay, you're getting a little fidgety here. You're getting a little like you, I'm. I'm a little worried about this. And I would say she's probably even reaching for rope. When all of a sudden this shockwave goes off throughout the back of this cart, Elena is going to hear it, and it's just, at first it's like, holy shit, that thunder was really close. But it's just, it's 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 clearly, I would say the back of the wagon is going to go up onto two wheels. As this shockwave ripples through the cart, upward then downward. And as the cart writes itself, these two... Oh, man, the donkeys. Let's see what happens with the donkeys. Elena, do me a favor. Roll an animal handling check to see if you can keep Dusty and Rusty from just freaking the fuck out. Animal handling. Oh, my gosh. I've never rolled this before. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jesus. Oh boy! 
Oh, no. Dusty and Rusty are going to shit themselves and just take off in a random direction. Let's see which direction they're going to take off in. Okay, here's what's going to happen. They are going to leave the road and veer off into a ditch. And we'll come back to that in a second. But the cart (laughs) is going to go wildly out of control as both... As both, as both Callie and Tatiana desperately, Tatiana tried to get a hold of this situation. Tatiana's ears are ringing. She can't hear anything. Callie is fine, but obviously probably startled. Like, oh shit, that's a thing that can happen. Oh no. What would you be doing to try and salvage the situation in some way? Is, so... Is the cart still going, or is it in the? Ditch oh, it's, and it's going. Done? It's it's going quickly, and you can feel that. Like I would say, actually, you know what? Give me a dex check. Great. Actually, Ooh, yes. Tatiana, Callie, give me a dex save. But Tatiana, I need you to give it to me with disadvantage. Ugh, fine. Because Tatiana wouldn't hear what's about to happen. I'm so good at these. Damn it, oh, you I dropped, dropped a, a 20! Whoa, still 14, though. Holy crap. That's not bad. Yeah, dex is my thing. <laughs> Your so, dex save is 8. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a saving throw higher yeah, than 4. I, I, don't know, I don't know what that is. I, mean, I don't know who you are. Seven. <laughs> oh, what? My, yeah, yeah, my, my strength is a 7. Is a seven. Oh, my dex is six. Okay, never mind. We all do. <laughs> You're all great. Okay. So Tatiana is going to grab the side of this, uh, the, 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 the cover of the wagon and just barely kind of hold on as the cart pitches to the right and then violently back to the left. That was the shockwave of the cart going up on two wheels. Then the donkeys are going to freak out, take off in a direction and pull the cart violently to the right. That is going to send the cart tilting the other way. Callie is going to be shaken and falls, just spills out, probably over Tatiana, just like, oh my god. Like, And it will probably take a few moments to right herself again. Let's catch up with Calda. <laughs> In Calden's dreamscape, a massive, almost explosion, it sounds like, is going to go off. And outside, the sky is going to light up, not just as if, not just as if lightning uh, were flashing and, and thunder were rolling, but it's almost as bad as it was on Talor, where you get that rip lightning that would just destroy the ground in a direction and keep going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. And there's a part of Calden that knows that's not possible. But you're hearing it, it's happening, and it's going to go off behind Calden and probably startle him quite a bit. Yeah, I think it, like, I I mean, because it does damage to him, it, like, it, like, it's like a flash. It, like, hurts his psyche almost, you know? He, like, hears this giant boom, and he's like, ah! And it, like, causes him some actual pain. It is, you're going to feel it in your chest, like, the, the vibrations of it, you can feel it. It makes the hallucination all the more real. And that's just as you step into the Black Hand's office. She is the first person in your hallucination to have a face. You can see her vividly. That is Lauren. That is the same woman that you spoke to that announced yourself as the Black Hand, and she is standing behind the same desk that you remember. And she's welcoming you inside. She's not speaking. But you can tell through her her you know, her, her gesture 
that she's welcoming you in and offering you a seat. Colin is going to wince and look around, just like take note, take a note of his surroundings. Um, and he's going to walk up to where she's gesturing and sit down and look her in the face and say, we finally found each other. She's going to open her mouth. But there's something off about the entire situation. Again, she's smiling. She opens her mouth like she's speaking, like she's like she's forming words, but it almost sounds like she's in your head speaking. It almost sounds like telepathy, but she's moving her mouth. And you know, even though you can't quite make it out, you know what she's saying is, I've waited a long time for this. And she's going to reach down and grab a scroll. And she's going to unfurl it in front of Calden. Do me a favor and roll a flat d10. With disadvantage. That's a two. All the names, and there are many names on this list. The writing seems off. It doesn't appear to be a language that Calden has ever seen. It just appears to be scribbles. But you know what the words say. You, you just inherently, you just, you sense it. They're all names from Calden's past. Friends, family, acquaintances, anyone that has ever been even kind of important to Calden is on this list. And there is a bold strike through each and every name except for Calden's name. Calden's going to look at the list. He's going to read all of these He's going to see his mother. He's going to see Actoronis. He's going to see Aralove and Dagon and Braylon and Larg and Tatiana and all of these things. And he's going to put his head in his hand and just start to cry a little bit. just overcome with this terrible sadness and then he's going to look up at this face with its mouth open agape in front of him and he's going to say why why are we worth this to you let's catch up with Braylon Braylon's brother is on the deck of this ship, and the ship is going to pitch violently as a storm out of nowhere surges around this uh, this ship, and it is going to bring up harsh winds, and the sea is going to spray violently. It's almost going to sting Braylon's face. He can feel it. It's it. It is. It's almost as if he's truly there. Like it just. It, it just. He is one hundred percent there in his mind. And his brother, for some reason, 
is completely unaffected by the pitch of the ship. Braylon is going to stagger from the left to the right, just trying to right his feet. The, the, the assuredness he had in his step is gone. Meanwhile, his brother is completely unaffected and is going to stand up as if nothing is happening. And he's going to lurch toward Braylon. What would mm-hmm. Braylon like to do? Uh, well, the first, the spell didn't work, right? So he would not try that again. He would be really worried. Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't know what's going on outside. Uh, I guess he would pull out the... Is he? How close is he in the in this? I'd say he's like 10 world. feet away, let's say. 10 feet? That's enough space to use the vicious shortbow that he has. Okay. Yeah, so he's going to pull it off his back and then try and shoot a, a an arrow at him. Ooh, fantastic! Do me a favor. Uh-uh. <laughs> not, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. This is something else. We're going to the next bit, the next gag. We're not We're not doing the same gag twice. <laughs> Do me a favor. Roll a flat d10 with disadvantage. Oh, man, okay. Disadvantage. Oh, that's a nine, but you got to roll again. I hit the this button. Why is it doing that? I don't think it does it for flat rolls for some reason. Six that's a six. Either. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. So this is going to feel right to Braylon, right? It's like, okay, that, that the spell didn't work. Let's try something physical. He's going to draw his bow uh, back and he's going to let fly an arrow and it is going to sink into your brother's chest. Two things are going to happen. One, water is going to start to spill out of him instead of blood. It's almost like a water balloon that's punctured. Except instead of popping, it's just a slow leak. It's going to dribble down his chest. His clothes are ripped. His, it's, it looks like he's been at sea for years. Mm. And he's going to reach down and break the arrow off. And more water is going to spill out of him. And his mouth is going to hang open. And his jaw is going to dislocate on one side. It looks like he was going to say something or try to scream and and communicate with Braylon, but his jaw is just going to... You can hear it. There's like an audible clicking sound as it completely comes away from one side of his face. And the skin is going to tear and rip, and more water is going to come spilling out from his cheeks and mouth area and just dribble down this. It's kind of a pinkish, uh, like blood spilled in a lot of water. It's a pinkish hue to it, but it's it's mostly water. And he's going to take one staggered step toward Braylon, and he's going to close the gap, and it will be five feet away now. Oh, wonderful. I get to do some other stuff? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, man. Okay, Braylon would disengage. <laughs> <laughs> So just like, run. Yeah, I kind of run backwards. Uh, but as he's running backwards, he wants to like try and, I guess, cast invisibility on himself. Like maybe okay. he can't see me, kind of deal. But I don't know if I can do both at the same time because normally you can't. This is a dream, baby. Oh shit! Then I grow ten feet tall. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a sex you know, god with I laser assume, eyes. Like, he thinks this is real, so he's only doing things that like he knows he right. can do. You know? yeah. But again, it's that feral mindset, that fight-or-flight thing of just like, I don't care, do everything. Ca- cast yeah. it all, do everything, just get yeah. me away. Yeah, yeah. He tries to cast invisibility. Like He backpedals a little bit and like touches his chest to cast invisibility and then tries to run into the crowd. Oh, fantastic. We're going to catch up with that in just one second. Elena, 
Do me a favor. Give me another animal handling check. Oh, good. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Here That's we go. fantastic. So, you are going to eventually calm these two donkeys down. Dusty and Rusty were spooked hard. But you managed to get them under, under control. And they did almost roll the cart into a ditch. But Elena's going to stop them just before. Like, you rolled off the road, you were you were you were in uncharted territory here, not literally, but the cart was not designed to go off-roading. This is a cheapo-ish cart. So <laughs> Elena is going to stop the donkeys before they go careening off the side of a ditch or something and roll the cart, which is fantastic news. I would say by this time, Callie and Tatiana have righted themselves completely. They're back to work. Could I get a medicine check from both of you? Sure. Sure. However, Tatiana will now be taking some additional precautions with Braylon. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, Callie is going to be like, tie him up. She is going to tie his wrists together. As well as do that thing. I I don't know how else to phrase it, but she is going to ball gag him. (laughs) Oh! So that he cannot do spells, and I don't want him... Because you said that he was, like, licking and stuff earlier. I don't want him biting off his tongue or anything. So I'm going to... I'm ball gagging him. Sorry, Brandon. We we haven't even gone on a date, and you're putting that... You're pulling that thing out already. Yeah, and it's not just a rag in his mouth. It's very specific. A ball gag is very specific. (laughs) Well, I didn't want to just do, like, a rag, because then he could, like, choke on it, whereas, like, a ball gag, it's got the tie on the back, so it's, it's safer. Oh my god, I have a great idea. Tatiana, could you do me a favor? Could you roll a flat D20 on a 15 or higher? You produce an actual ball gag. Like, an, like it is. <laughs> my god. Yes. Like, I like a, she would have one, though. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, she might. She might. It's up she to might. you. If you want to say that, like, yeah, I would say Tatiana's got a ball she gag. She definitely would. Okay. Well, then that is a. That's and a ball gag. Like she's gonna, she's gonna pull it out, look at Callie, and just say, "No questions." And she's just gonna <laughs> put it on Braylon. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever keeps him from blowing up the cart is uh, is a good exactly. idea. Exactly. So now, with all that said, uh, Callie rolled a twenty-three for a medicine check. Going to try and calm Calden down a bit. Could you do me a favor and give me a medicine check, Tatiana? You betcha. Mm. That's an eight. Love it. Braylon is a handful. A handful and a half. So. (laughs) Let's catch up with Calden. The Black Hand is going to respond in the same manner as before, where her mouth is moving, but the speech doesn't sound intelligible the same way you and I would be having a conversation if we were sitting across the table from one another. But you can make out the words. They're they're in your head. And it essentially breaks down to, I have to set an example. And then she would follow that up with, it's just business. And Calden's going to have something kind of, kind of wash over him. That if 
if you were to take these words at face value, there is no personal vendetta here. There's no anger. There's no... There's definitely no remorse for the things that she's done to your friends and family. It's it's just so that others down the line might not cross her. How would that make Calden feel? Calden is going to look across from her and he's going to stand up from his seat. He's going to wipe his eyes and make his way over to the desk and he, I think he's shaking with rage. Like, we don't often see Calden angry, but I think that's exactly what he's doing, is he is, like, shaking from the storm, from these horrible smells, and from the, and just from this anger. And he's going to lean over the desk and look her in, in her face, in her open mouth, and say... I'm going to kill you and I'm not going to do it for me. I'm not going to do it for them. I'm going to do it for this whole fucking world. He's going to reach across to the list and just crumple it with his hand. As you're saying these words, she is going to lean back uh, in a completely passive stance, uh, the, the, the way she's carrying herself, like she's listening very intently to the things that Calden is saying. And as, as Calden speaks, a set of hands are going to wrap their way around the black hand's shoulders sort of almost slither down from the top of this padded reclining chair. And it's, um, it's, they're very distinctive. They're sort of elongated red fingers with these twisted, gnarled fingernails at the end of them. And it's not in a it's not in an intimidating fashion. They're almost rubbing her shoulders reassuringly. Let's catch up with Braylon. Braylon is going to try desperately to cast invisibility, and he is going to realize very quickly that nothing happens. Absolutely nothing. It's as all it's as if his, He's gagged. <laughs> almost. It's almost as if his control over magic has been stripped away from him, like something about this place or this situation has taken all agency away from him. Turning back to see this crowd of people trying to blend in with him, you're going to notice something very different about the crowd. All of a sudden, they all appear to be very violently ill, retching over the side of the ship. Some some have fallen on their hands and knees, and they're just grabbing at their throats, clawing at their own chests, trying to escape their own bodies. They are in writhing, agonizing pain. All of them. Every single one of them. Cool. Sounds like a party. Can I... I know this is kind of weird, but like... I feel like in some points you realize you're dreaming. 
And I feel like there would be like a sanity check or something along the right. way. Right. You know, I was wondering if, if there's anything that I can make along those lines. Like this cannot be real. This is not happening. Well, here's the thing. Many hours have passed since Colin and Braylon have been under at this point. Oh, you no. mean you mean time dilation is a symptom of drug use? I don't no, 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 no. No, I mean in reality, time has just been ticking by. It has been hours. You guys have just been out. The sun has set, and you guys are still wagon training up toward Donhurst. It's probably around eight, nine p.m. Some somewhere in there. And just for hours, Callie and Tatiana have been keeping a vigilant eye on both of you, making sure that you don't die. <laughs> oh, is now it the... raining too? Is it like, oh, did yeah. that storm come? Yeah, so we're oh, we like yes. soaked. and It's just, it's the worst conditions for this. Um, now, thankfully, the cover uh, to this wagon is, is holding true. Like, there might be a little bit of runoff from the rain here and there, but you guys aren't drenched. Elena, on the other hand, is getting drenched. Now, Calden is going to wake up. Now, here's what I'd like Calden to do. I'd like you to roll a D100 for me. Now, as long as you don't roll in the bottom 10th percentile, so as long as you don't roll a 1 to 10, you're going to be okay. You're going to be startled. You're going to wake up. It's going to be a jolt. But you're going to be okay, mentally. Yes, this is the best roll I've done in my life. Okay. Okay, 49. Yeah. So you're fine. You're going to wake up with a start. You're going to... Yeah, it's like a gasp, and Callie's going to be right above you. I would imagine Callie is trying to calm you down. Yeah, she would probably actually just, like, put, like, one hand in front of him and one hand behind him to kind of just, like, stabilize him so that, he, like, he realized, like, there was somebody, like, right there. Okay. Yeah, Callie, he- roll an animal handling check, please. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean... I got a plus four. <laughs> I mean, technically, uh, I am an animal. <laughs> uh, Calden will, like, look at her, and he's, like, breathing heavy, like, real, real strong. And, and he'll see he'll see her, like, put it together, give her a, a quick nod, and then look immediately to Braylon and see how he's doing. Well... Braylon is still under, and he is kicking and struggling against his bonds like crazy. He is mumbling things under his breath. He is desperate and clawing, trying to both make sense of the situation and just get away from his current predicament. In his dream, no one can help him. Nothing seems to be working. And what I'd like you to do right now, Braylon, Mm -hmm. give me a D10 with disadvantage. Now, as long as you don't roll a four or below, you're going to wake up. Mm. Okay. Well, there's that's that's that. I am going to be asleep for a little while. Okay, that's a two. So, while Calden woke up, seemingly able to shirk off some of this 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 you know that this herb, obviously it it affected him, and there was. Obviously, you know, there, there was a there was something to be talked about there. Braylon is very much still under and very much not having a good time. Time is going to tick by, and the only thing that you can do on the outside is just try to make him as comfortable as possible. 
which would be happening, like blankets, pillows, cuddles, whatever is necessary. Yeah, yeah. Colin pulls out his, like, bedroll, puts it underneath his head. They're laying toe to tip uh, by Larg's body in the cart. He's, like, holding his temples, keeping his head straight. Braylon is just going to be sweating profusely. I, I would imagine there's, you know, every once in a while, just take a sip of water, just try to keep him as hydrated as possible without him choking. <laughs> I guess you gotta gag. move the ball gag. Yeah, I guess that's a thing. So, Tatiana, get the. What, what is this? What is this? <laughs> he needs water. <laughs> Braylon. Yes. Here's what I need you to do you've undergone a very traumatic event. I need you to roll a D100. And as long as you don't roll a 45 or below, there will be no mental scar. Wow. What's a, how do I get a 100? Uh, hover over the 10, right click, and click on the percent. Gotcha. Thank you. Oh, well. I got the way below that. Wait, you got a four. I got a four percent. Can he have advantage because of the power of friendship? <laughs> That's not it gonna... It is magic. Oh. It is magic. I agree. I agree. Braylon's mind disagrees. Well, here's what we're going to do, because that is such a low roll. We're going to have Braylon roll on the madness table. This is a new table. I have not no knowledge of this table. Oh. Now, the good news is that Braylon, because of the actions that he took in the dream and all that stuff, there's a lot. You had people spotting you and there was comfort going on. It isn't indefinite or incurable madness. And I should say for everyone out there, I did get emails about Larg's death. Therian rules are slightly different than the book rules. So... Braylon, you're going to be rolling on our long-term madness table. So the first thing I need you to do is give me a D10. Okay. Just a flat D10. Oh, there's a 10. Oh, my God. So this will affect Braylon for 1D10 times three days. So that's 30 days. A month. This will... uh, A month. (laughs) One month. One Sorry, month, this will affect Braylon. A year in DNR time. <laughs> that, yeah, we'll see, man. Uh, so, boy, now I need you to roll a D100. And what you roll will... You're going to get some things. <laughs> okay. You're hoping for a higher roll. Higher, gotcha. Higher. You're hoping you're for higher. Out of four, guys. 78? That's kind of okay. That's, 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 that's pretty good. I got a lot of those in high school, so. (laughs) Oh, golly gosh. Braylon is going to wake up with a start, and there's a ball gag in your mouth. You are drenched (laughs) in sweat. You're tied up. And on top of that, I am so sorry to do this to you, Alex. Uh Uh-huh. You suffer from partial amnesia. Oh, your, no! Your character knows who he or she is and retains all racial traits and class features. 
but you don't recognize other people or remember anything that happened before the madness took effect. No! And I think that's a good time for us to stop for the evening. Holy shit, that's a new character. 30 days? Damn. Oh my god. I imagine him saying, he's just like, what the fuck? Oh, Rose 2.0. <laughs> oh, we've. Why does this keep happening to Group B? I'm just because we keep making dumb, fun, dumb decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, from now on, I'm just going to agree with Valerie from now on. The bell. <laughs> <laughs> the Elaine is the secret genius of the group. <laughs> like, oh. Jameson, you there? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> how you how you feeling about all this? I'm just watching shit slide downhill. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is that you guys, when we start off the session, you guys will have arrived in Durnhollow. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm not gonna know. I'm not gonna know why we're so scared of Durnhollow. You're not gonna know. You're not gonna know that we're trying to bring back Larg. You're not gonna know Larg at all. I'm not gonna know. Yeah, I'll have to just look at my books, I guess. You have his book. Yeah. I have both our books now. You're yeah. gonna think that. Never mind. I'm. <laughs> oh my god. So crazy. <laughs> one step forward, two steps back. This for me. Oh, this is one like... step forward, two steps back. Damn amnesia. All the fucking. I'd rather have like Cthulhu points. Give me... No. <laughs> <laughs> you gain. One... You gain one Cthulhu lore. <laughs> <laughs> This, I imagine, it's your, I like your brain trying to protect itself, and it's just that, like that, let's just slough uh, off. Yeah. Final Fantasy Seven Cloud. Ooh, I was actually this guy the whole time. <laughs> oh wow! Good lord, oh, God! Oh my God! <laughs> Good lord, we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Your feedback is crazy important to us as we kick off a new week here. If you want to send your emails to dandrpodcast at gmail.com, that's dandrpodcast at gmail.com, uh, we would love to read it. We are in the midst of planning a couple of surprises rounding out the year, including one for Halloween. Uh, we last year had a chance to do a complete Patreon thing where top to bottom everything was about uh, scary stuff. And coming back from DragonCon this year, we didn't have a chance to do that. But we did have a chance to plan something completely special for Halloween, uh, and we're hoping to get that recorded and, uh, and, and, and ready to go within the next week or so. Obviously, we want you guys to go ahead and support Jameson. Uh, support the Pub Crawl Anthology. You can find a link to that in this episode right now. You can also find it on our website, our Facebook, our Twitter. It's everywhere. You will be annoyed by us for the next month because we really want to support that. We're also doing a stream. If you're listening to this on our traditional Sunday night slash Monday release, uh, then know that we are doing a Twitch stream uh, October 15th, that's a Monday, uh, and it will be 7 p.m. Eastern, um, 4 p.m. Pacific. We're going to be playing some games with everybody, uh, probably some Jackbox-type stuff, so we're, we're going to get as many people as we can, and there will be lots of drinking. I actually promised that I will take a shot for every $200 that gets funded into the Kickstarter on the first day, all the way up to the end of the stream, so... 
support Jameson, but not too much. Let's not go nuts, because uh, I'd like to retain a portion, a sliver of my dignity as we as we round out October. Uh, but thank you guys so much just for listening to this and uh, for supporting everybody. And uh, it means a great deal. If you can go to iTunes and give us a rating, a review, share the ch- share the show on uh, Twitter. Let somebody know about it. it. It helps us a great deal. It's something that we are obviously terrible at. And uh, we kind of rely you gu- on you guys because you go to places we usually don't go or see stuff we usually don't see. So thank you all so very much. If you visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R, there's a slew of new content, including our sixth sit-down of Curse of Strahd that's coming out later this week. And um, I can't wait for you guys to hear it. It's been really good so far. DM Tips is off to a great start. Thank you to everybody who submitted questions. I'm going to be tackling them one at a time as we kind of sand down the rough edges of that new show. And uh, we just did a character chat with Jameson this month, and I just sat down with Michael, and that'll be edited and posted for November. So thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week with a uh, brand new bit of content. Everyone take care so much. We love you guys, and uh, happy Halloween.